Okay, so today we are going to discuss Web of Trust uh, because uh, a notable audience member has requested it and uh, refused to accept me not doing it. Um, it's going to be a whiteboarding session. I consider this part one. This is an introductory uh, thing to Web of Trust and not an actual workshop. Potentially in the future when the notable audience member gets back from uh, a pilgrimage, uh, we will do a workshop and actually code something. But this time we're just going to kind of figure out what Web of Trust is and uh, you know why it's good and why it's bad. First, I want to define trust. Uh, I think that's probably a good idea. So Google says that, or no, this is DuckDuckGo. I can give you a definition. I trust that you would give a workshop today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Super does not trust my ability to come through with a workshop. Um, it's the firm belief in the firm belief in in the integrity, ability, or character, let's just say ability, of a person or thing. In our case, it's a, it's a person, generally. Um, yeah, so this is kind of important. Uh, like, we trust our car is not going to explode on our way to where we're going. We trust our friend isn't going to uh, trip us as we walk down the stairs. Um, trust is important. It's like it's pretty critical for how uh, humans interface with the world. Um, yeah, but uh, it's kind of a tricky thing to do uh, in a group, um, especially among people you don't know. Uh, how do you scale trust? Um, computers allow us to gather more people in a shared virtual space than um, humans would otherwise ordinarily be able to gather and therefore trust kind of breaks down in, under uh, those conditions and um, how one way to deal with this is to uh, use a web of trust. Um, there, there are many, there are other approaches that you could use, of course, uh, to doing this. Like, you know, trust, trust in the, in the case, the, in the way we're talking about it is kind of a reputation system. Because um, uh, you're, you're really, the rep, the rep, your reputation is, is, is kind of, is kind of trust. Like, people's firm belief in your ability to do something, that's kind of your reputation. If you go to a site like Reddit or uh, Hacker News, they they what they do what they do they call reputation, and what they are is they're like a centralized entity minting um, reputation and saying these people are good given given their behavior, and so that's that's kind of one way to do this. Um, another approach that that is more um, more appropriate for a decentralized context is web of trust. Uh, we'll go into the history of web of trust a just like a little bit, but I'll try to give, uh, I'm going to try to do like a toy demo of how web of trust might work um, uh, using things that we kind of all understand. So uh, we'll put everyone in a, in a, in a, in a web here and try to figure out a web of trust. So, uh, Carr, do you prefer uh, Red Delicious apples or Granny Smith apples? I like Granny Smith. Okay, Carr is a... We have two apple choices. <laughs> oh, you, you're a Red Delicious? No, Granny. You're, you're Granny. Yeah, I like Granny Smith. He's sour. He likes a sour. Okay, he's a sour boy. Um, super. Delicious. Super is a red delicious. Granny Smith, though. I don't trust you at all. 
Red delish. Uh, uh, Toshi. I like Red Delicious too. Red Delicious. Okay. Toshi. I got it. I got it. There you go. Uh, you, sir. Uh, well, my name is Phil. Phil. Like Granny Smith. Phil is a Granny Smith. Austin? Red. Austin is red. So I say that we actually attack co-op the Green Smith people, but we can talk about that. <laughs> Topher? Uh, I'm a red kind of guy. Topher's a red. Nick, are you CK or just C? CK. CK. Hey, it's you. Do you prefer red apples or Granny Smith apples? Jana? Red, red, red. A granny. Okay. Uh, so now we have it. We kind of have everyone's preferences here. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to say that. We're going to try to try to see how much we trust uh, people to pick an apple for us is kind of what we're trying to build up a trust graph for. So Super likes uh, red delicious apples and he knows Toshi likes red delicious apples. So if he sends uh, Toshi to the store to pick red delicious apples, he's going to trust him pretty highly. Like maybe maybe one out of 10 times Toshi will pick a Granny Smith. And so he, he only trusts him 0.9, because the the, he, he can't trust Toshi more than he trusts himself, and he trusts himself 100%. So we're going to give him a 0.9. And similarly, with everyone who, who likes red, super, super is aware that they like red, and he trusts them 0.9. Uh, for people with Granny Smith, he trusts 0.1. Um, this is another 0.9. We trust 0.1 because maybe 10% of the time they're, you know, they'll pick a red delicious. Um, and we can do that for, for kind of everyone. So where they match up, it's 0.9. Where they don't, it's 0.1. This is going to get messy faster than I anticipated, but. Uh, no, it should be all right. 0.1, 0.9. And yeah, this is n squared connections, so that's a lot. Anyway, but everyone's not uh, directly connected to everyone. And this is kind of what you might expect. Like, perhaps Nick doesn't know about Super's um, preference for red delicious. So uh, yeah, these are also, these are also directional, um, I should note. It's Super's trusting Jana point uh, one. Um, not Jana isn't trusting super point one necessarily. Jana might not know anything about super. Um, and so that's kind of what uh, the advantage of using this approach is if people don't know another person's preferences, we can use this trust graph to more or less deduce uh, whether they should trust them to be able to make a, an Apple decision for them. So let's say Carr wants to send someone to the grocery store to pick out um, an Apple for him that, doesn't, that he doesn't know directly. Um, he, the only person available to go to the store to pick out a... Uh, an apple for car is, let's say, Topher. Um, or Topher or Nick or, or Jana. So he doesn't, ha he, doesn't, he doesn't know Nick, he doesn't know Topher, and he doesn't know Jana. But he knows Phil. 
And so Carr trusts Phil to pick out his apples 0.9. But Phil trusts Nick to, point, to pick out his apples 0.1. And he trusts Topher to pick out his apples 0.1. And he trusts Jana to pick out his apples 0.9. So if we kind of, so one way you can do, the way, the way I do Web of Trust and the way a lot of people do Web of Trust is, the way we determine whether we choose uh, or whether Carr should choose Nick, Topher, or Jana is we multiply these edges as we go to each of these people. So Carr will, Carr will look at, Carr will ask Phil how much he trusts Nick, given that, and, and given that he knows he trusts um, Phil 0.9 already, he will multiply what Phil trusts Nick with, or by 0.9, and he will do the same. He's like, he'll ask Phil, hey, how much do you trust Topher's uh, apple picking? And he says 0.1, and Carl will go and ask Phil again, how much do you trust Jana's apple picking? And it will be 0.9, and uh, this is 0.81. Uh, uh, what is 0.1 of 0.9? 0.09, that makes sense. Uh, 0.09, okay. So who, I mean, uh, so if these are trust metrics, who would you, who should Carr trust the most to go pick an apple for him? It would be, it would be Jana, because she has the highest, uh, she has the highest trust score. And it fits too, because she does uh, pick grannies. Um, Usually. Would she be two degrees away from Carr? She is two degrees away from Carr. Two degrees separated. Does that take into consideration in some level of trust model? Um, the fact that we're using uh, decimal or numbers less than one already takes that into consideration. Because if you chain another person here with 0.9, oh, okay. yeah, you, it just it degrades as you get farther and farther away. Yeah. But what, what, is the, what is the ideal you're shooting for in the web of trust model, though? Because here, the ideal we're shooting for is what, um, who will choose the best apples. But what's the real criteria? Who will make the best posts? Oh, I see. We'll get into applying this to Sacker News in a bit. But that's uh, it's an interesting uh, question. Um, Another thing I want to go over here is like that's just you know a car potentially has multiple paths to uh, Jana or multiple people, and so perhaps he also has a path to he knows Super's preferences, and Super knows Toshi's preferences, and Toshi knows Jana's preferences. So that's potentially another path for him to get to Jana and determine how trustworthy uh, Jana's choices are, um, and so they're really you know potentially many paths to Jana. And in this case, the path is 0.1 times 0.9 uh, times 0.1 again. And while that, while that is, is lower even than um, these other ones, you have to take in, you would take into consideration all of Carr's potential paths to Jana and somehow combine them into one kind of trust metric and compare that to to other ones, it's just you, you know you, the, just to describe a feature here. Um, but there are there are like uh, there are problems I think um, with this representation. Does anyone know what they might be? Off of it. Uh, what is subjective? The Apple preference is subjective, but um, what's, why might this be a bad way to determine whether Jana will pick the right Apple for me? Limited options? So limited options is one, right? Like, I shouldn't use this graph ever to tell me whether Jana will pick the right produce for me if she goes to the grocery store. So that's like, I think problem number one is like, this is a very 
specific example. This will only tell me among two apple choices what will Jana pick. And when Jana goes to the grocery store, she actually has a whole produce section to choose from. So it's so it's it, when you're using this type of model, it's very important that you're like very specific about um, uh, what what you're rating people on, and not using those ratings to make choices that. Uh, aren't consistent with the model you're building. So that's like point number one. Uh, the other point I would make is we're not really this we're not really evaluating uh, whether whether Toshi evaluates Jana correctly or not. So I'm I'm not only trusting that Toshi likes red delicious apples, I'm also trusting that he is he has the right information about he's telling me the right information about Jana and he's communicating it correctly to me because really he might think Jana uh, Jana might Jana might actually like Granny Smith apples but he might think that she likes red delicious and so this model doesn't doesn't currently take into account that Toshi might be uh, untrustworthy as far as his communication about what other people like and so and what we care about is getting the right result. Um, and so it doesn't, take, it doesn't take into account that we might be getting bad information um, from Toshi. So that's kind of the other, the other downside to this model is um, it's not evaluating how, how trustworthy Toshi is when he communicates about other people. It's, 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 it's kind of making the assumption that he's perfectly trustworthy along that dimension. And this is also where PGP keys kind of have um, failures. have a bit of an issue. Because if you're familiar with PGP keys, what you do is you go to a signing party and you say, this person's PGP key belongs to them. But you also assign, you're, you're also tasked uh, with assigning them a trust score so that you can form a web of trust like this and trust other people that they that they have connected to their PGP to PGP key to, um, and you're uh, and you're ba you're basically trying to estimate how much how trustworthy their signing of other people's PGP keys are, and um, it's. It's not well. It's hard. It's hard to. It's hard to evaluate that, and and additionally, um, it's hard to even communicate what that means. Because um, you might trust Adam back a hundred percent, but you might not trust his abil ability a hundred percent to um, sign other uh, sign other people's keys. Yeah. So is there a solution to this problem, or is this like a long-standing problem? Um, it kind of, it, I mean, I, I, think, I think you just have to be more, I think the solution is you're more careful when you're constructing these models. It's, it's really interesting because you're, as you're going over this web of trust, you're, you're really close to how neural networks operate. Yeah. Only neural networks seem to have a solution to the problem you're describing. Hmm. That's an interest. That's an interesting point. But I think you're. Yeah, you are. In a, in a neural network, when you do back propagation, you usually have a set of test data that's properly labeled, yeah. so you can measure your error. Um, in this and in this case, um, I guess we could we could do some back propagation to measure error here too, and so that that is potentially a solution as well. Um, like we could send everyone out to pick out apples and see how many they come back with and compare it to the actual trust scores that we have and back propagate and get a better result. Um, but that data might not be available to you and then you know, maybe uh, you know, as new people join, I'm not sure, you can't really apply all of that data you've gathered to the new people, you would need to, to gather, gather new data from them. Yeah? How does spam in this t for this toy example, I guess you would um, 
you would you would tell you would tell someone like Austin you like grannies like I'm a I'm a I'm a spammer you would be like I like grannies but you don't you pick out you only pick out like you work for the red delicious um, like uh, oligopoly and you're looking to take over the world and you uh, you tell everyone you like grannies when you don't and then when you go out and you buy apples for them you buy only red delicious that's how you could attack it um, but we'll get we'll get so so what is what does stacker news do so this is kind of just an overview of web of trust so basically you end up with all these links to people and then you kind of multiply them together and then you kind of figure out who you trust more based on multiplying them together this part here that I kind of hand waved over where you're combining these where you have multiple paths, this becomes like really important as your graph gets really big. And it's actually kind of a big mathy problem um, where you do a lot of uh, probability stuff, like probability theory stuff. Yeah. Set probability specifically. Just, just, sorry, going back to the attacker real quick. Yeah. Right. So he told me how, how a, spam, a spammer would come in here and like miss uh, identify himself, maybe, or maybe he would create a bunch of entities um, and say he likes grannies and buy Red Delicious with them. But how you would, ideally, how you would prevent it is Austin would would lab, would label this this trespass zero to him, and then anyone else that's connected to him also learns that he's a spammer and labels him zero. Or he enters the system with zero trust, and over time, by picking grannies consistently in his behavior, you begin to tick it up to point one, point, and so on. Um, yeah. So that's how that's how it prevents it. But I'll describe how I do it in Stacker News, and it might. Zero trust. I mean, never goes to make sense. Um, no one's ever going to send him they all trust in zero. Yeah, but people who are directly connected with him might might want to do a test with him and, and see whether, yeah. Might give him the grace to, to have an experiment. Or maybe experiments cost you zero dollars as the person who's buying apples, which is the case on Stacker News. Well, a spam attack isn't necessarily a spammer entering a trusted network, but a spammer creating a trusted network of their own, and then using that to attack Um. Yeah, so that's a that is a type that that is a uh, one uh, that is a way to spam. That's how uh, catering was farmed for a long time. People create a bunch of fake websites and have bad news with each other. Yeah. Um we're gonna take a, a short break while I get a piece of gum and then I'll it'll be a All right, I'm good. Okay, so with the toy example in mind, I will describe how Stacker News' first naive implementation of Web of Trust works, or worked. Uh, given that you have, you have a way to construct a graph, um, you have... Uh, 
an algorithm for finding paths to people on the graph already. The real, the real hard part um, in, doing, in building a web of trust is determining, uh, for, some, for a site like Stacker News, how do you determine the trust level between two people? That's like the, that, was, that was like one of the things I struggled with initially. And my first naive approach to it was, um, let's say we have Carr on Stacker News, and he, the first naive to exactly how it worked was Carr has liked, um, and there's Super on here, uh, Super, Super posts, how many, of, how many items has Carr liked of Supers? And if Carr eventually likes uh, 21 items from Super, he is considered uh, maximally trusted by Carr. That's basically how it worked, um, which is very naive. Yeah, but if he, if he likes 20, and it's 21 uh, uh, number of posts liked divided by 21, um, well, there's actually something. <laughs> It was max um, 0.9, or no, it's min. No, wait. I don't actually remember what. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to remember exactly how I would write it out. Um, uh, oh, that's right. OK, it's 0.9. Point nine times n divided by twenty-one and min basically is what it is what it is. Is how I would write it here for for you guys. But basically, like um, the ma this basically says the maximum amount of trust that car that that car can have for super is point nine, and it's determined by how many um, this n here equals the, the number of items that Carr has liked of supers. I'm sorry, I don't write the way you like. Um, <laughs> but that's, that was basically it. I like it. It looks like a U. Why did that work, Dan? Is it because it was just too simple? It's too, I mean, it's very gameable. So it involves like all it involves is super posting roughly 21 times, and and car liking all of them, and then now super has maximal trust, and so it's it's like very it's very it's like very naive. I I, I did a little a small solve for it uh, in an in between stage where I had it decay, so like. Um, over time, like roughly every month, uh, the va the like value of these likes would drop about ten percent, and so if you hadn't liked anything new recently, the tr this trust score would would drop roughly by ten percent every month. Um, but that's still still pretty gameable. Um, like this, like maybe. You know, maybe Carr is nefarious. He's evil Carr, and he's he he creates an account evil Carr one, and uh, evil Carr two. And he just and he posts from these two accounts, and he upvotes them all. And now now we and you know and Stacker News trusts Carr a lot. Uh, and let's let's say because because Stack, Stacker News uh, is liking a lot of Carr's content, and so Carr upvotes these a lot, and he has 0.9 here. Now Carr has like a lot of power because he has like he's built up this this uh, group, this cabal so, so of trust. Right now, yeah. So as we described in the Apple example, um, it's. You know, Carr was Carr was picking, picking who to buy him an apple. But we could have also gone. We could have said who should, you know, who does Toshi want to buy him an apple, and and we could have done that for any individual. That's the benefit of using a web of trust is that it's relative to the person uh, asking the question of 
who should I trust? Um, versus a reputation model like Reddit or, or Hacker News where it's an absolute score and there's only really one point of view. Yeah, then it becomes like mine, like it's just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, very, it's like very centralized yeah. in, uh, yeah. I don't know where I put the... Oh. Anyway, that, so that's, that was kind of the first way I ended up doing it. And right now, yeah, Stacker News is the, I would say, it's, it roughly works similar to like um, Reddit or Hacker News in that there is just one point of view. It's currently Stacker News' point of view. But it uses an algorithm that uh, can, be, can be reworked so that every user has their own point of view. And we intend to do that eventually. Um, and then this becomes less of a concern when Carr does this, uh, too, because um, other users can be like, I just don't trust Carr anymore. I see him creating this cabal. And this is how it initially worked, and just a little too easy to game. It also doesn't, another, we talked about this with the, with the toy example. But this also doesn't communicate, like what, what I'm using this for in Stacker News is what's showing up on the front page. And Carr liking Super's content doesn't tell me anything about how good Super's ability is to upvote content. And so, it's, it's, again, it's not measuring the right thing. All this tells me is how much does Carr like Super's content? It doesn't tell me how much does Carr like, like what Super likes. And that's what I care about. I want to show people things that we all, that we all agree is, great is great content. Yeah. And this, this metric here does not tell me anything about um, if Super has good taste in the content that he likes. He might post good content, but it doesn't tell me anything about his taste to pick other people's content. And so that's, that's like another reason why this metric is subpar. So what I do now is a little more complicated, but, um, Let's start out with uh, Austin this time. And we have Jana. And, what's, and now we need to, the, again, the hard part of this is determining this link value. Um, but how we do it now is, uh, let's say Jana likes uh, story A, uh, C, and E. She likes them. Um, and then uh, Austin likes stories uh, B, C, and uh, Q. I was going to write D, but Q. <laughs> Q now. Um, and so these are, these are stories that he likes. But I'm trying to figure out how much Austin trusts Jana. And, I can, and, and what Austin can look at is like, well, I've liked C, and Jana likes C. So, but, but she also liked two things that I, I didn't like. So I, I maybe trust her if we, if we extrapolate this out to infinity, right? Like a really, a, num a, a, a massive number of trials we can say that I trust her about 30%. 30% of the things that Jana likes, I end up liking. So I trust her 30%. Because yeah. that's the difference that started with the apples. Well, that's only if, every, if, you, if Austin sees every post that Jana sees. Because like, it might be he never saw it. Yeah. Um, like, it, it shouldn't count as a down. Like, shouldn't hurt trust. What you don't want is false positives, I think, more than false negatives. It, I, I mean, I, on Stacker News right now, it, it doesn't matter. Um, and, the, and really, I don't know, I can't, I can't know how Austin feels about A, so I can't use it as a data point in his, like, in, in any way. Um, like, the only, I can only assume that uh, he either didn't see it or didn't like it. Regardless, Jana is, is, Think about it in like a more a more familiar context. Um, you go out with a friend, uh, 
to a bar and you can see everything he does and you have a point of view of him there, but you know he spends the other half of his time at another bar doing other things. And so you can say you trust 50% of his behavior because you saw 50% of it and you, you, you think that's all trustworthy, but the other half of his time he spends at this bar where you don't get to see it at all. Um, I could either assume you trust 100% of his behavior based on the 50% you've seen, or be more conservative and say you only trust 50% of behavior because that's the actual, that's, the, that's what I actually know. And this isn't that, and, this, and, and while this might seem low, Jana has a bunch of other relationships with people. And so she might have relationships with people of 0.2 and 0.1, and maybe someone really trusts her a lot. They're also liking all of these things too and they trust her 0.9. And then what we do, what you, what, you know, what a person does who, who perhaps has uh, all of these paths to Jana is they go and they combine these together to construct a trust score that's greater than, that's gonna be greater than 0.3 or 0.2 or 0.1, but perhaps point less than 0.9. And so in that way you get, I think you get a pretty decent, uh, decent point of view of how trustworthy Jana is at upvoting content. Um, and uh, yeah, this is, this is a little more complicated than like looking at three scores, and, but it, it's gonna be a little bit difficult to communicate. But we use something called a, a binomial proportion interval Uh, means like bimodal, like two, like there's either success or failure is my understanding. It basically allows me to take a look at a very small number of cases and then with some statistical certainty uh, or some statistical confidence be able to say um, from, from a small sample like this, how many, how, in the future, if we extrapolate out from this, what is the likelihood? And this is, and that's why I said like, if we go out an infinite number of cases and Jana likes only one third of the things that um, Austin likes, he only trusts her 30, uh, 0.3333. Uh, yeah, trying to think of. Right. And you can do all of this yourself, but where does it evolve to where? And you can give us each catered timeline based yeah. off of that. But why would we need to be in a route or in a graph with other people in order to determine that for ourselves? Like, oh, like what's the benefit of a graph? Yeah, what's the benefit Scale of a graph? Scale is Why can't you just serve? Because you might not be, you might not be, uh, interacting directly, you might have, not have direct relationships with certain people whose perspective you might want to be influencing um, your perspective is really the reason. Like, yeah. Yeah, the work for the uh, discovery, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you've been watching videos on, um, on cookie making, but I'm I'm using I'm I'm ex I'm sort of trying to broaden your point of view a little bit to include baking bread, like and so this is like a way for me to kind of get um, an idea of what you might like more generally because you might be you might not yet have interacted with Super yet, but you've interacted with Jana who's interacted with Super. And so I can, I can use that to determine, I can, use, I, can use, I, can, I can bias what you see with Super's point of view through Jana. And therefore you get content that might be more relevant than you would even select for yourself is kind of the idea. I see, so it's like 
maybe me and Janet agree a lot. Yeah. Things, but then so does Janet and Super. Yeah. So might as well give Austin Super. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of that's kind but of. I it. still don't see why you can't just like from the sacrament level just deduce all of that. Well, because I because so how how this actually works is it's me as a user. Uh, it's me, Kube, as a user. And what is my relation, like this, my relationship to you is, the, is determined the same way Jana's relationship is to you, or your, your relationship to Jana. And so maybe I have a 0.5 uh, relationship with the content that you like. Um, and uh, and I, don't, I'm, I maybe don't have much of a relationship with Jana's content. Maybe my direct relationship with Jana is actually 0.1. But really, this, this would tell me that I should have a higher trust of Jana than I do. And so when she goes to, when she goes to influence ranking, I give her more trust than I would otherwise, because I trust you quite a bit to pick good stuff. I've just been absent maybe a lot from the things that Jana sees. And so um, my trust of Jana's voting gets higher. I, th I mean, I think a lot of reputation systems kind of begin looking somewhat like this, but I think it's, it's, what's nice about this is it's transparent and explicit. Like, I can go and see how much every user is trusted, but I, and how much they'll be able to influence ranking. Um, but when you're on Twitter, the likelihood that you, I don't, like, the likelihood that you see a, a post is influenced by, a variety of factors um, that I think are largely controlled by neural networks, probably, that are m mostly opaque, I would say. Yeah, great point. Yeah. It, th that's the benefit of it being like, f it's fairly simple and naive. And uh, it, you can, at any point, I could say, you know what, Jana. I don't like Jana's, Jana's taste anymore. She, her taste has gotten unappealing to me. So I, I don't want to trust her uh, anymore. Um, and so, yeah, so there's, there's benefits like that. Yeah. Click on tweets with these words and all that, and it just throws it into a black box AI algorithm that will just make my timeline. And you can never really look back at that and say, why did this happen? And so, therefore, scaling it or doing anything with it just means throwing more data. Um, I mean, I think you you can you can probably throw different kinds of data into it, and you can change the tuning parameters, like how much does the hover over affect the ranking relative to um, the liking or the retweeting or the follows. Uh, but I don't, I mean, to be honest, I don't know much about how their algorithm works. Um, but they are, they are using some metric to determine what you see. Um, and, you know, that, that we share. We're using metrics to determine what you see. And, but it, it isn't as explicit as, like, this user has this, this type of relationship with this user, and um, th that's why we're, we're having them see the things they are. But, um, oh, another kind of point about this is uh, this Jana liking item C only counts for Austin and Stack Renews' algorithm if she liked it before Austin did. So if, uh, so you really only gain trust if you're, um, if you're predicting what other people like. Um, and it doesn't count against you if you like it before them and they like it too, but you have to be, you have to, that's the only way, or that's like a, a, a slight variation to make it a little less gameable is you are ahead of people uh, in predicting what content is good. And that makes me trust you to, to, to basically put things in my feed. Yeah. Uh, it's primarily by 
by liking bad content. So content that I don't like. If you keep liking. Or I can, by not liking it myself. So, so if Jan, if, if Jan, well, if Jana came along and she and she voted for D now, and I didn't vote for D, um, then the score drops to 0.25. Do you see? Like her behavior becomes untrustworthy. I saw I trust her less. What if you just didn't see D? Uh, doesn't matter. Uh, I can't, I'm not, I, I have to be conservative in my assumption, right? Like I don't want to trust, like I'm, I'm mostly concerned about trusting a heart surgeon who's bad at doing heart surgery rather than, uh, you know, uh, not trusting a heart surgeon uh, who is good at surgery. So I just like everything on Factor News so that I don't give everyone anyone a bad rating. Uh, yeah, you could build, you, if you liked everything on Stacker News, your trust relationship with everyone would be very high, like in terms of you trusting them. But in terms of other people trusting you, it would probably go to zero. You are giving them money, I don't, I, but, it, but should they trust your decisions as to what, what you, you like? I don't think so. Yeah, Topher. So the interesting uh, thing here with Stack News specifically is like in comparison to Reddit, uh, you really only get one vote. But with Stack News, your vote has an amount attached to it. So do you use that to weigh like how much trust is increased? Uh, right now I don't. But this is something I'm going to be working on soon. And that'll be interesting to play around with, because I basically have an additional parameter that costs something to send. Um, or it costs something, that, that attestation of I like this thing, like as you amplify that, it costs you more and more. And so it could be useful to use that and perhaps make this even more, a more make this a more reliable metric. And I should say this is like not very good right now. This is like iteration V.1. Uh, I think the fascinating thing is that to me, all of this just goes back to you're trying to find the absolute most like the best content yeah and all of that is in in, in line with that uh, not even assumption it's like that this is what we're aiming for and i think that's kind of what that does at least how i'm seeing it in my head it's like oh okay so it doesn't matter if he likes everything it doesn't mean it's the best content though because you're taking a lot of considerations yeah variables and yeah yeah that's so cool. did i just hear that like you're going to play around with the idea that like you Uh, yeah, with SAT. Right. Uh, so like, if you're like, so it moves forward from just liking the content to like, okay, I like this content, but I like this content worth like 10 SATs, and I like this content worth like 10,000 SATs, and that somehow now changes the way that... Yeah, yeah, we, have, we, can, we can, that becomes a reliable, a reliable thing you can say. Because on Reddit, you could, it doesn't, it wouldn't cost you anything to upvote something a million times. It's, an upvote is free. That's why they're going to limit you to one like. But on Stacker News, it actually costs you money. Um, uh, or right now, you could actually you could create you could create you could create a, your own uh, an account. You're tipping yourself, um, and then it doesn't cost you anything. But we're going to take a little fee of that to make this game theory work, so we can actually derive signal from uh, so how much you tip. More, right, pay more. Yeah. Um, because I've now said, like, I'm, I, if you're weighting what I do and don't like, then I would assume that the, the reverse correlation is that, like, if people were like, well, you've now staked 10,000 sats on this, and you're an idiot. I don't like this at all. Like, a lot of people don't like the, like, highly paid post. Is that, like, weight in the opposite direction? I don't know. I mean, I could, there could be some normalization of of it where it's like bounded, where maybe you maybe if you put a lot of money into it, it accounts for only only two votes in favor. And if someone if someone has one vote in favor, maybe 
maybe it's a wash in terms of how it affects trust. Maybe it doesn't affect it at all. It, 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 your trust stays the same. Um, but it's, again, it's just like some, another thing. What, you're, what I'm looking for is like reliable signals uh, that, people, that people are doing things. Like that's, that's mostly what I'm trying to tease out. And the fact that they gave more money is one and might be helpful. Yeah. So like I could decide how weighted like a particular amount of SAS is on, on a post versus me liking it um, or implicitly disliking it. But I get to decide like what that weight is because it would be fun to play around with. Yeah. No, that's a good that's a good point. Uh, exposing, especially in a world where stacker where each stacker news user has their own perspective on the platform, I, uh, that'll definitely become a, an unlock is where you get to tune all of these things yourself. You get to, you get to tell us how much you trust Super's likes. You want us, even though maybe you, you wouldn't, your behavior isn't suggesting to us that you trust Super's likes, you want to tell us explicitly that you do and you want to, you want to see his content and so you, you want us to boost your trust to him. And that, that would be, um, that would be, that, that's a totally, a totally valid thing to do. But I think, yeah, I don't think I have much more uh, in terms of, I mean, I, I didn't have anything to begin with, but I hopefully, maybe next time we can actually walk through uh, how to uh, encode, how to, how to like code this up, but. Yeah, we're at 50 minutes, so I think, dude, that was amazing. Good. I really loved it. Okay. Thank you.